hello, 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 Malden. This is Josephine Moyle of Let Me Tell You Something. And I know everybody is uh, sort of relaxing a little bit. And uh, COVID-19 is still about a little bit. But uh, we're opening up slowly. The governor is uh, giving us guidelines on which to open. And uh, I hope everybody's safe and still wearing their mask, washing their hands. If they can't use soap, use sanitizer. And I hope everybody's still safe. I know people, some people still working from home and some people starting to be on the road. And again, as I always say, what comes from the heart does touch the heart. However, I have some wonderful people on the line to Marion, and what is the other name? Uh, David. David. And these are lovely people that work at uh, a, a center with the young at heart, I'd like to say. And they just dote on the people that go there, because I know, because one of them is my husband. And uh, he just loves going there because he gets out and he gets to be with people his age and he just um, he likes going there he calls it the club and uh, I'm going to ask them some questions and I like the full name of this place could you tell me a little bit about it Marion sure we're the community family adult day health center and we service the elderly and disabled and we provide a six-hour program for um, for them. And while they're here, um, we have three nurses on a day. They get all their medical treatments. Can you hold on a minute, Marion? Sure. I want to go back to something so I can see it. Something's going on here. Ah, okay, here we go. Can you uh, go on, please? So we service the elderly and disabled, and we provide a six-hour structured program. We um, have a continental breakfast, lunch, and snack every day, and we have three nurses on every day, including myself, and we provide all medical treatments necessary that is ordered by the doctor for our participants. Um, so it's like not we are a medical model, but it's like they're coming in to get their medical needs, but. They're not in a medical, it doesn't seem like they're in a medical facility. Um, we're very home looking, it's very comfy. Um, the staff are a CNAs and we're a one to six ratio and they provide all ADL needs to uh, participants as well. Um, anyone that needs help um, from the restroom to eating, um, to even helping them do an arts and crafts project. Um, and we also provide transportation and we um, pick our participants up and we take them home and everyone um, first aid um, CPR certified as well while um, all our trans all our van drivers as well as the staff. Well Marion I know that you are uh, uh, on our end as well that is, is yes. am I correct? Yes. That's wonderful and David could you introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, David Corbett, I'm a development specialist. So I focus mainly on um, our fundraising. We are a nonprofit. Um, any of our like communication needs, 
Um, I process all donations. Um, I kind of manage our social media and our website. Um, so I'm working not just for the uh, Everett location, but for our other locations in Medford, Wakefield, and Lowell. Well, that administrative. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I was just going to say our administrative offices are located in the uh, Everett building, um, but we do service all all four of our centers. Wonderful. Um, could you tell me um, during when COVID nineteen started? Um, what happened exactly? Uh, did you close down right away, or was it gradually? Well, um, when we started hearing about it, and it got to the point where it was um, very dominant in the area, we first started um, with temperature checks as uh, participants came in and off the van. Um, we would do um, temperature checks. We would make them wash their hands, um, use hand sanitizer um, as well when they walked in and throughout the day. Um, we, we did an in-service with them explaining what was going on with the virus and spoke to them about frequent hand washing while they were here at the program. And also um, the the center itself was um, several, you know, sanitized at the end of the day when everybody left. We wiped everything down with bleach. Um, even they, they love to play bingo. That's one of their activities. We would even, um, we have a professional dishwasher, which is sterilizes. We throw the bingo chips daily into the dishwasher. We'd wipe down the bingo, we would disinfect the um the bingo cards as well every day and then suddenly that was probably lasted a week of doing that um a census fell down people weren't um coming in because they were they were getting nervous and um, families were keeping their loved ones home but we continued to do that on march 13th was our last full day here at the program we the governor came in on Sunday, came on TV on Sunday and um, closed things down. And we were one of um, the first adult day healths to close um, down. We um, stopped, so Monday, March 16th was our first day of closure. From that point, um, and what we've been doing since is we've been in communication with all our participants. We've been sending them activity bags. We've been calling, checking in, making sure they're doing well. And if they need anything, we've been providing that. Um, some of our folks um, have not had food. Um, we've been able to um, bring them food. Um, we have, you know, to helping them shower. Um, to check in, in and most importantly, you know, at this point now going on nine weeks plus, we're, we're dealing, seeing a lot of depression as well because they're isolated in their homes and they, you know, we try and provide a little bit of pick me up to brighten their day. Um, I know this week we're making cupcakes and we're going to be sending cupcakes, home, you know, uh, to mostly everybody. Um, this week and that was just 
that was one of our things that we were supposed to be doing for St. Patrick's Day because we missed the St. Patrick's Day party. We missed the Easter egg hunt and um, the Easter baskets and all that in the last nine weeks. And these are things that our participants look for, forward to, and along with the entertainment that we have come in as well. Um, so they're, they're really hurting, too, from all of um, this COVID. And as we move forward to reopen, we are working on that now. I'm on a task force, and um, we're come, trying to come up with the plan is to do it safely and um, to keep everybody protected um, and well. What type of a plan do you think you will come up with? Um, well, we haven't really gotten any guidelines yet, but we're looking at um, participants wearing masks, the, um, the staff wearing um, the PPEs, um, doing for lunch around our counter area, maybe doing some plexiglass so there's no grabbing of the food because there can be some that will just come up to the counter and grab food and we can't have that anymore um, just to protect the food and us passing it out to everybody. Um, also, as well as the distancing, um, we're figuring out now the square footage and to distance and how many we can have and um, in our center. It, it will drop our senses. Um, not everyone um, will be able to come as often as they did, but we're going to try and get everybody in the program um, to get out of their home and not be so isolated and to have some um, something to brighten their day. So we really don't know at this point. We're just we're waiting for some more guidelines from DPH. We don't know um, what it looks like yet. So we're, we're in the beginning stages right now of it. So um, I really can't um, elaborate any more then I know the mass, the distance in, and um, keeping safe with the food as, as of right now. Mm. I, I know uh, f for me, uh, with m my own uh, family, I, um, I, I made sure that I, I got my husband out as often as I could. And uh, even if it was just for a ride in the car. Mm -hmm. And I did that purposely because I knew that uh, it was a good thing to do. And um, it helped. It helped. And doing different things. And, uh, it, you know, uh, like even yesterday, we went up, my son's, and he's got a big place, and he was able to sit in the sun, and he loved that. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, you, you said that you were going to make cupcakes and deliver uh, do you have volunteers for that? Nope. Staff has been, um, I have, so every week um, I have a couple of nurses that come in with me and our activities director um, comes in. And I have um, our van drivers, um, they um, come in and they've been doing the drop-off and the deliveries. Mm. Well. And, um it's some sort of contact and connection. Um, we just don't speak to some um, once a week. We talk to some many times a week. 
ones who are alone and have no families. There's a lot of our folks are alone and don't have families and they're really hurting um, through this. Mm-hmm. Some even, you know, have my personal cell number. If they need anything, they can call me anytime. Now, did you um, ever think of um, a, like a, oh, how do I put it, volunteers to make phone callers? Like, uh, I know in Malden they have neighbor uh, helping neighbors. Yeah, I think that's something that the city is doing um, for their residents of Everett. Um, our main focus right now is um, really dealing with our um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, members and making sure that they're safe um, and that they're well and if they need anything that we can help maybe provide them with the services that they need and reach out to um, other vendors. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, um, so when they do return, what do you think that will look like? I know you that you have a quiet room and a lot of people like to go in that room and you have an activities room and all of that. So how do you think that will manage? Because how many clients do you have that come that uh, all at once? Well, before COVID, um, our census was 70. We average probably in the the 60s on a monthly basis. Um, Now we have to, um, I'm not sure, but I know that we do have to remove some furniture. Um, We have to, you know, make sure everyone's social distancing. We do have to have an isolation area in case someone should come in and when we test the temperature, they have a fever or someone throughout the day is feeling sick, we have an isolation area away from um, our main area. And we do have that. Um, We know what we're going to do um, for that. So um, that will work out just fine. As far as uh, we do have a quiet area um, that folks could go in. And um, it is a small area. So at this point, I don't know what that will look like. Until we get more specific guidelines from um, DPH in the state, we we really don't know what we can, um, what it's going to look like. It's going to be different. It will be different. Um, we're going to have probably our capacity will probably be half, if not less, than what we had prior to COVID times. Maybe in a, if you want to check back with me and maybe in a couple of weeks, I probably will have more information on that. I think you're doing a fabulous job. I think uh, uh, the phone calls and all that you are doing, you, you and your staff, uh, I think that was um, a fab. You, you've done a wonderful job. I, I, I realize there are a lot of people out there that do not have family, and it's hard on them. So I, I think that you've done a wonderful job at this point. Um, um, I my hat off to you, all of you. And um, I know that uh, Richard has received phone calls and uh, he was happy to know that you made those phone calls. And um, I know that he's looking forward to coming back. I don't know what that looks like at this point. 
and we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. In a couple of weeks, we can we can chat again, and I can let you know what it all looks like and what our guidelines will be when we get them. Um, I just want to say in closing, um, you know, we're a tight knit group, and I can say this for the community, all four of our community family. Um, adult day health centers, they're our family and we, they're like, you know, we see them every day and they're like family to us and they are important and we care about them. And this has just been horrific for staff as well because they, they worry and on the, we have staff making phone calls from their home to clients as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we really miss them and we just want them to be safe and um, hopefully we can get back to some sort of normalcy for them. Mm. Well, I want to say this, Marion. I thank you so much. And David, would you like to add anything? Um, No, I think um, Marion is probably a little more involved with, you know, the the day-to-day activities and the the preparation in uh, getting the centers started and opened again. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do my part, maybe more on the social media and on our um, Facebook page in particular, um, just trying to share some uplifting news in these uh, not so uplifting times. Um, so um, if, if anyone has uh, good news to share that's related to the community family, we'd be glad to do that. Um, and uh, just encourage you to go either to our website or to the community family um, page on Facebook. And um, we look forward to getting everyone back in, in Everett and at all of our locations. Okay. Um, I want to thank you, Marion. And... Um Thank you very much. Matter of fact, a shout out to everybody at the community family. Uh, a shout out to all of them that have worked so hard to care for our loved ones. And I want to thank you very much. Marion, um, I'll be glad to take all the pictures that you send, and I'll, okay. I will post them. And uh, a loving thank you from my husband, because I know yeah, he cares very much. <laughs> Oh, he's awesome, though, Josephine. He's a wonderful guy, and tell him that we said hello, and we're thinking of him. Oh, I will. I will, dear. And, um, again, COVID-19 is um, something that we none of us expected, and I want to give a shout-out to all doctors, all nurses, all first responders, all healthcare workers everywhere all over the globe. It's not just here in the United States of America. It's everywhere. And I want to give a shout-out. A shout-out to Marion, David, and all the workers at Family Care Community Center. And um, lovingly, from my heart to your heart, please have a pleasant day. And I thank you immensely, Marion. Thank you so much. And for the opportunity to even speak to you. And have a pleasant day. Thank you so much for talking with us. Oh, my pleasure, my dear. Bye-bye for now. And again, um, I'll be playing something pleasant so you can hear it. And uh, you'll be able to see this 
I'll send you the link, Marion. Okay, great. 